0: thanks for listening to the wannabes this is a 1v1 episode with my dear dear friend snoo snoo and i mean if you don't know snoo snoo by now you've probably not been in enough twitch chats not been at a live major where long island is doing well or just haven't been in the east coast at all my boy snoo snoo is kind of an og at this point He is a Long Island Tri State favorite, a sick Marth, one of my favorite people to play against and talk to. And in this episode, we just kind of go over everything, man. I said it late in the episode, but I'm almost definitely going to have him back for a second time because we just talked about everything that Melee has to offer the fun parts, the deeper parts, just everything. So. I'll let the episode speak for itself. Uh, follow us on Twitter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Boost this shit, hype that shit. <laughs> I say this at like eight in the morning. I don't have the news new energy. Anyway, that's a long intro. Thanks for listening, and enjoy snooze new. <laughs> Or we could just go intro lists and just, you know, I don't know what podcast you listen to, but
1: I'm also down for
0: that. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We just keep it, keep it loose. I don't care. Just pretend. Yeah. We're already in it. So let's, um, let's just move on. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's already recording. Oh, Um, sick. So I think we're good. Cool. Um, yeah. So I wanted to have you on for a while Mm -hmm. and, uh, I mentioned this off mic meaning. Uh, thirty seconds ago, but um, yeah. I think you have a very um, wide-ranging uh, uh, amount of roles in this scene. Right. And besides the obvious, like you have your own uh, Twitch emote, which is ho- not even—is it an emote? It's like a command. Well, a your command. Yeah, command.
1: I definitely, I definitely have a command in like probably at least twenty to twenty plus streams at this point or more. <laughs> like tournaments top like top players like like not top players like whoever there's <laughs> there's there's uh let's go snoo let's go snoo snoo uh-huh. or another personal favorite is hype that shit so yeah
0: yep all classics all deserving
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep i yeah. ch- so my goal this pet pa- like the past couple months I've been trying to get it into every single stream I could find that like I'll, I'll be watching. So I'll like scope out the mods that I know. I'm like, yo, add it real quick. (laughs) Like I, I, I always had like, uh, I had it on, it was funny. There was one day I popped into ginger stream and I never, I never watched ginger stream. So I pop in one day and I'm like, yo, let's add a, let's go snooze chat, uh, command. He's like, Oh, haha That's funny. Okay. And somebody added it. And I think it was actually Carl Big Buffalo, who
0: who was my he was my mole in the operation there. Yeah, and he's got uh, influence all over the place. He's got his little network. Oh yeah, just sprawling out. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's he's
1: also like he's the one of the biggest stream monsters. But that's that's why he was the perfect uh, perfect candidate to help me out. Mm-hmm. It was it was sick because like another t- you know like eventually Ginger like forgot about it. I came back like months later, and he's like. What like what's this tag and why is it here? <laughs> so he like he removed it, and then as soon no. as he as soon as he went offline, I messaged uh Big Buffalo. I was like, uh, on like his Twitch chat, I was like, all right, yo, let's add it again. He's cause
0: like, I, right. and then I,
1: he just added it. I don't know how long it stayed, but it was it was on there for a little while.
0: I guess the goal, you know, you could get the outreach. You just need the stability. That's the next step. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: You need to infiltrate and remain. Oh, that's, that's amazing.
1: It. Yeah. It's all about yeah. that consistency.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so besides besides the um the massive cultural footprint uh, yeah. you're you're laying into these streams, um, I mean you're you're a sick player in your own right. I think that also uh, that often gets like kind of forgotten in the yeah. the, the meme of it. Um right. how you've been you've been scaring the shit out of uh local spaces for A hot minute yeah Um, a few few years (laughs) yeah Um, you've been just an unstoppable hype machine in the way you play Um, definitely like top two favorite people to play friendlies with I think I think you're tied with animal to be honest oh Um, that is
1: that is a very very good person to be matched up with
0: yeah um, (laughs) and so I mean, I've played him once for like six hours, so that's like it, that was just imprinted into my brain until oh, f- the end of time. Oh yeah, you you have no clue. I've had
1: plenty of six six plus hour sessions with Animal. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm sure that he's definitely you know one of the, like the main influences of why I play like the way I do. Just like being around that like uh like like minded type of being, I guess. Mm-hmm you know who it's like oh well like i want to do sick stuff with this game like i want to do stuff that you know nobody else does or you know whatever so it, it just kind of helped that i had somebody kind of like like kind of like lighting the fire underneath it and being like yes <laughs> yes my
0: minion <laughs> do it oh yeah because he's like an uh, a double og you know he's been oh, he's been playing for a long time
1: oh yeah um, way longer than i have
0: yeah, he's been he's been around, and so that's pretty cool. You got yet someone who's just like showing you how how much more fun it is. Let's just say it like it's it is more fun. Oh, absolutely, to play in that way. But here's here's a a big thing I wanted to bring up. Probably the only the only thing that's like I need to talk about this is your style and how you reconcile, um, you reckon style? How about that? But your hey. <laughs> your your approach towards i guess hype and, and and enjoying the game with um the inevitable kind of uh um suboptimal way that that plays uh-huh. so i how does how do you kind of uh compare those two things where you are edging up on these top players um in terms of skill and and in getting those results do you feel like you have to sacrifice something in order to to reach that next step or or what's your approach there
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I have to sacrifice a little bit of my sanity, (laughs) you know, it's like, you know, like where, where to the point I like, it's like, you know, like I do, I, I would have to give up a little part of me to like have to play a certain way, but you know, that's, that's the whole thing. just about like competing and like doing like, uh, what you want to do, I guess it's like, you always have like, That's just like a main factor of growing up in general, whether or not it's melee or just life where you have to sacrifice a little part of you to do what you have to do. And, you know, it's like if you want to win, like you're going to have to do some stuff that you may not feel is you, but, you know, you kind of have to like disassociate from that, like ego, I guess, that is inevitable when it comes to like from like a player to player like combat style game mm-hmm. because that uh, you know like it's just a battle of wits, you know so it's like it's it's person versus person like you're trying to outwit them but also you know like maintain like consistency within yourself and it's uh you know like i've I used to struggle with it a lot more where I was like oh no like there's no way like I'll never play like that like this and that but like I eh, whatever man you know I'm I'm just going to play with however I'm feeling at that like point in time like you know because each each style or like each adaptation I make is beneficial in terms of even just that soul like macro mix up in itself where like if I always try to just do cool stuff nobody's expecting me to be able to like chain grab well or like oh like i'm picking the best options like you know like four times in a row Mm -hmm. instead of just trying to style um
0: but i I also think there's there's a value in having that side of you too where you're developing all these different mix-ups um and the ability to think on the fly and do unexpected things i mean i think there is a legitimate value not even in just finding combos that a more mm-hmm. traditional player might not find which right. is i think the clear approach which is like okay if you start at that point you'll have uh-huh. more things under your belt more experiences but also the the emotional damage you could do to someone um yeah. i think is completely real
1: part. yeah
0: uh, do you have any do you have any like examples of of when that just stood out like okay i got this guy i could do whatever the hell i want now
1: yeah i mean it's uh, like even it's, sometimes it could be literally as simple as just the fact that I play a Marth. And if I'm playing a Spacey and I get one combo on them or literally just one down throw down tilt, I can feel the immediate tilt from them, like mm. how they start out their next stock. Like if they start out their next stock, just taking a second on the Angel plat and like come down and like do a more patient option. I'm like, all right. Uh, you know, I poked at the bear, but like it's not quite there yet. And if they come down just tight going right for me i'm like all right like that's it like i i I got it now 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 it's time to do the wacky stuff um but yeah there's been like i can't like think of like one specific instance but there's definitely been like a few times where i've played either spaces or even peaches like i'll like i'll literally start at like usually the my best stock of a set is my first stock of the set because Uh i'm like immediately going in and i'm just like i i you know i try to assert my like presence right away Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and um sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't but most of the time it does because usually you know that's usually when people like to feel each other out and i'm just like all right well let me feel you out while (laughs) you know while this is all happening but you know I, i try i try to make my observations like in the you know in the fire i guess like you know um but there's definitely been peaches who I've played who all start out a stock, you know, whether it be F throw, F throw, like dash attack, or like F smash, and they just die instantly, which is always really funny, and I and I just
0: hear, ugh,
1: I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love this.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, um, early kills on Peach, it they hit different, man.
1: Yeah, oh, they, they definitely really hit do. different. Uh, especially when you got some moron like sticky walk grabbing you to start the combo, you know, (laughs) and it's tight, and then I'm always like, yes, (laughs) come here Yeah, because, like, it's so easy for me to just, like not care when I tilt, like you know, like, I there's, like, so many people I know who are like, oh, you know, I don't want to make them mad, like, I don't don't give a fuck like, (laughs) like, it's a video game, like, if I'm gonna try to fuck you up, that's just my point like, you know, like, that's just What's happening here? So, like, like, sorry if you don't like it, but that's just what's going to happen. And if it happens and you get upset, well, now's the fun part.
0: Yeah, I think you know? un- unapologetic is, is definitely uh, an attribute I would put to your Marth, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And not in the way that most, like, there's an unapologetic, like, lameness out there now. That's, like, the most common way of, like, you know, I'm going to laser camp you. I don't even care. I'm not gonna apologize, but you're just yeah. like bro I'm literally gonna do the dumbest sh- i'm I'm gonna use moves <laughs> you didn't know existed I'm gonna do uh, a diagonal side B like <laughs> I- I'm making the shit up as I go yeah, dude,
1: <laughs> seventy degrees at all times yeah every time
0: um so you mentioned something earlier about um kind of the maturity of where you're at right like uh maybe not where you're at, but you you mentioned the comparison of real life yeah. to melee right like Process. you need to. Yeah exactly you need to to go through those steps in order to get what you want so i'm curious what came first for you was it the lessons through melee or was it the the real life maturity that you kind of that that carried over through melee
1: right uh honestly it was a combination of both i like i've applied things i've learned in life to melee uh and honestly i could like confidently say that this like this past like half a year or so and like year is really the most i've applied it you know like i've i've always kind like you know it's it's well it's cool that you know like one of the reasons why i was excited to do this was because like this is like one of those things like it's not often i get to talk to people about uh like, you know, like, my mindset, or, you know, just, like, how I feel about Melee, just because, you know, everybody sees the surface level, I just, like, you know, like, it looks like I really just don't give a fuck, which, to be fair, I, like, I do, but I don't, you know, like, but, um, I, way before Melee was way more into just life, you know, like, mindset and life in general and stuff, like, you know, I, I've read, like, a few of those, like, I guess you could say self-help books, you know, like there, there's this author Eckhart Tolle who released a few really good books called a new earth and, uh, the power of now and stuff like that. So like really like philosophical and I guess psychological books that like really focus on, uh, humankind and just like how we operate as humans rather than just, you know, like the physiological part of it, just like, our everyday interactions. Like like why we think the way we do. You know like. The like real power of like conditioning. Like. Um, mm. And just like all these like different topics. And I was like. R- I you know I've always really been into that stuff. But. Um, there's something like scary about Melee. That like brings out the most like. I guess you could say like primal. Or you mm-hmm. know like most instinctual part of people. Oh, yeah, that that you know, like I like remember all this stuff, and I like always talk- like I'd like talk about it with people, and I'm like, oh, like pacifist this, pacifist that, but like and I'm like really patient with people and stuff in general outside of melee, but once you put a controller in my hands i'm just like I'm just trying to go in and like do whatever I can to you know get whatever over as fast as possible, but uh like I said, like that you know because there's also an inane part of me that's incredibly anxious and i'm like and i just like you know I like i got a lot of fire underneath me so i'm just trying to go in you know it's like i i just try to be a train that can't be stopped i guess but mm-hmm. you know then then there's another part of me where i can sit back and i'm like chilling and like i'm not like really worried about anything but i don't know it, it, it's it's hard to describe because really like Melee is like really the only part of me that or like you know, like that brings out like those specific parts of me. <clears throat> so for a long time, it was kind of hard to juggle those two ideologies. And it was kind of like a storm within myself where, uh, you know, I'd constantly be thinking like, all right, well, like I want to do this, but I can do this or I want to do this instead and blah, blah, blah. But um, I've been able to find that happy balance this past year. And it's, it's like, uh, to me, at least it's shown a lot. So it's, it's, you know, like it's, it's provided me with a new, like fresh motivation for like getting better and like getting good. So mm-hmm. uh, I've i been, I've been very stoked on it.
0: Yeah. No, I, I love all that. Um, especially just how, how, um, fully mm-hmm. you're embracing this kind of, uh, holistic approach, this humanistic <laughs> idea of where melee comes out of right because right. it's it's not just like we're playing this game because it's a lot of fun you know mm. clearly there's an aspect of joy to it you know there, there's a simple sort of like um dopamine release when you hit a combo all, all that stuff right is surface level and it's definitely there right yes. and it's um, very re- yeah and, and there's a, there's a reason for it but there's also there, there has to be a deeper explanation for why we're we're doing this, um, mm-hmm. just based off of how frustrating the game can be, how much you have to sacrifice to get anywhere, to to make any sort of progress, the amount you have to put into it, and a lot of times, um, it's not that fun to put that work in, and mm-hmm. so, even deeper than I think the 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 satisfaction of improvement, right. I think that's where the conversation lies now in, you know, why we're playing Melee, oh, it's so satisfying to play, to watch yourself learn. And that's there too. But I'm more interested in one level underneath that into the kind of subconscious realm of what's really going on. And I think a huge part of why Melee has this appeal and why we're willing to sit down and talk about just this game for hours you know you could you could have a conversation with someone you barely know um almost endlessly and i think it's because there's a kind of almost spiritual thing going on where um you kind of have to access a part of yourself um that completely takes over and it's you know you said primal i i agree with that i think it's instinctual i think it's um almost uncontrollable at a sense and you have to give up your sense your your grasp of um i guess control but mm-hmm. your will you almost can't will yourself to do stuff anymore right. it's just it's up in the air it's like it's out of your hands and then i think there's something very powerful there too now on the other side we could just be you know blowing hot air up our own asses saying like yeah there's something deeper going on we're playing the best game ever like we're Mm -hmm. we're 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 visiting god here but right um, but i think there's something very real and um very very healthy about the unhealthy (laughs) well (laughs) uh, it's it's cathartic you
1: know it's because for a lot of people you know for a lot of people it's you know it's I I guess you know I'm I'm speaking for myself here but it, it it's like my main creative outlet, you know, like people have art and people you know like like you have comedy and a bunch of other stuff, but for me, you know, like for me like I've always worked a lot so I never had too much time to really put into like a creative aspect of my life and that's why like melee hit so hard for me because I was, it gave me the freedom and like to be as creative as I can be with the game so like you know i always just kept coming back for more and i was like oh like i could do like all this cool stuff and like also have fun when i'm doing it you know Mm -hmm. but you know and like for other people it's just you know it is a job and they like i think it's necessary for people who treat it as such should pick up other hobbies and other creative outlets because it's, it's the same thing. You know, it's like why artists, when they go to art school, it's, you know, it kills any like any motivation they have because it becomes less of a hobby and more of a job. And it, you know, it, it, it becomes like really sad and unmotivating for them. Right. Um, But, and I guess like, that's what kind of happened to me a little bit. Like I started focusing on other things I started enjoying the game a lot more again because I was like, all right, well, yeah, like, this is what I like to do for fun. This is, you know, like, like I can think of a new cool way to do something and like, like improve on this and that. And um,
0: I think I think a a lot of uh, struggle that comes from melee players or or, um, not just melee players, but people who are like super into it, even more so than you and I, you know, because we're very into it. You know, we are. Yeah, you know, the to to play the mount we've played the length because when did you? St- I feel like we started. Uh, I think you might have been before me, but
1: uh, I'm not really. I don't really remember when you started, but I, I so my like I guess my ventures, my prologue to melee or my mm-hmm. whatever it was, you know, like uh my boy my boy Connor otherwise known as uh Fitz if people remember him from yeah L, from Li, mm-hmm. um. We, we've been very good friends for a long time. And his old cousin uh, used to be really into it. And he was like a really good player in MDVA back in like the MLG days. So he introduced the game to him. And in turn, Connor introduced the game to me. Uh, because I never played the game. Like, I played the game literally zero times until like 2010, mm-hmm. to 2009 or so. But I like, so I was made aware of the competitive melee in, around that time. But the first time I had ever played, well, like when I first started wave dashing was like the end of 2013 or so, like, like maybe or like August, September, that
0: area. It was like around when the dock was coming out. Um, okay, so we actually have a very similar timeline. Oh, um, sick! Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was introduced to it earlier. Like, I played as a kid, so that's like, right? That's that prologue. But uh-huh. uh, regardless, like. I, the amount we've been playing, we play a lot. The, there's, and, and not to digress too much, but there is uh, a lot of um, suffering that happens with people oh, yeah. that I think try to get too much. Like they try to take melee as their source of almost everything because yeah. it it is very flexible. You can get a lot of a lot out of it, and from a lot of different avenues, you could find. You know, your 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 whole friend. You could you could populate an entire wedding with yeah. friends you've made from melee, and have Straight it be up. a very intimate like, but large. Like you could make a lot of friends. You could, um, you know, find your your artistic um, passion. You can find your technical prowess. You could make a little money on the side. You could use mm-hmm. it to fuel other skills. Like that's how I use it. Really, is right. is developing skills like this. Um, you know, networking, career, like all this stuff, you could get out of melee. But when you t- try to take everything out of it, all of a sudden, it's coming short in a lot of different ways. Right. Um, and then it, you know, statistically, it's hard for people to find um a romantic partner if they don't have other interests. Yeah. Um, it's very true. It's hard to stay in shape if you're yeah. not exercising outside of it. Um, Mm -hmm. it's hard to actually become educated on a lot of different topics if you're not just pursuing, you know, the, the inner game of tennis, et cetera. So, um, it's, it's addictive. That's,
1: you know, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, and that's actually, that is actually one thing I like, I forgot I wanted to talk about, but I guess that that would be one of the things it's like, uh, in the past, like six months to a year or so, I like, like I said, I was like, uh rediscovering other hobbies I've had I've been trying to make new ones like I bought a PC you know like my first like built PC I ever made or you know like like nice. good like good PC whatever uh sometime last year like in like June or July or something so naturally you know I I just built a gaming PC I went onto Steam and I was like all right what do I want to try to play first game I downloaded was CS:GO and CS:GO is really cool and then I started like trying to follow all the teams and whatever else. And, you know, I found interesting stuff that like, I've learned that melee players can benefit a lot from. Hmm. um, And that's just like the focus, like on other, other aspects of your life, improving your, you know, game that you're playing. Like a lot of this, like a lot of the CS guys I've seen interviewed, have all been like had all talked about like oh yeah like i work out as like you know because it keeps my body and my mind sharp Mm -hmm. and like that's you know like i like i do like more focused like sessions and like i'm able to like not worry about like whatever but melee like melee and smash players fall into this rut where they just shut off every other aspect of their life and you know like i i did that for a while like maybe a few years back when i was actually struggling with like you know like my direction in life i guess and Mm -hmm. i was questioning if i wanted to become a full-time melee player or whatever but you know i just kept coming up short and i was like all right well what am am i doing wrong what can i do better and like you know like why why isn't this working out for me And and it was just like an endless like uh cycle of frustration but you know um I found Salus a few times in when, when I had hit, you know, brick walls and melee improvement. I would, I would turn on the Street Fighter and I practiced a lot of third strike. And it helped me in a lot of aspects of my melee game. And, like, my neutral and, like, how I approach, like, everything. And, you know, it gave me, like, a new sense of fun and appreciation for melee as well. It's like, you know, like, I love this game, but I also really love this game. And I just kept coming back to melee. Mm-hmm. but um i've noticed that trend of any time i'd hit a brick wall i try to I, you know i try to look for another outlet you know i'm like all right let, let me let me get something else that like takes my mind off of melee because you know there's other stuff that i can appreciate and it gives me a new perspective and i can like find other ways to enjoy it and like come back to it or and it, it, you know if i end up not wanting to come back to it that's just You know, that's just the way it goes as well. It's like, all right, well, I'm not enjoying this anymore, so that's fine, and now I can focus on other aspects of my life.
0: What's up, guys? This is JD and Post. I just wanted to cut in here really quick. If this is a real podcast, this is where we'd put ads, so I'm not going to do an ad. I'm just going to let you guys know that we're posting on Twitter, and you should totally like those posts. Give us a retweet. Show your support. Let us know who's listening, and... If you like the episode so far. All right. That's all I got for you. Thanks for checking in. More snooze new Snoo right now. No, I, I totally resonate with that. Um, and it's been a, a big realization I've had probably in the past year where mm-hmm. I've realized that um I don't have to um kind of hammer in melee into my life. You know, I could right. it has like a natural adhesive. You just kinda yes. Gently place it on there and it'll stick around for a while, you know, right. And to continue the metaphor, like it still needs maintenance.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
0: Can't take it for granted. Um, but there's definitely a, uh, a peace of mind that comes with, you know, accepting like, okay. And this, this is something I, I mentioned. Um, I mentioned this all the time where I, I feel worse for the fringe top 10 player than i do for the fringe top 100 because if you're fringe top 100 and that's what you're aiming for then um you don't have the expectations out of the game in the same way you get to yeah and it's a lot more you know you get to to um just get a lot a lot of development as a person out of it Whereas someone who's in the top ten, they have to all of a sudden form their life around it, yeah, not necessarily reap the benefits, but they, they have to you know start worrying about their image and their brand. They have to start worrying about their results and their stream and um, all these numbers and all, and how people look at you, and there's all of a sudden, you're fighting for one of the few spots that can realistically support you. Um, And I think a big realization for me was, was that um, it's never going to happen. I'm never going to be able to, and it's just part of who I am. Like, I don't know if I'll, if I'm able to give that commitment to one thing at all, ever, Uh let alone melee, you know, I, I I can't practice that much. It's just not in me and Mm -hmm. letting that go and still seeing that melee was around and that I could still continue on my journey was just one of the best feelings since i've started like oh this this isn't going anywhere i'm fine right you know and that's that i think that's a a very difficult realization for a lot of people to hit because you do have to make the ultimate sacrifice to get to that point you do have to um you know do what mango did or do what bobby big balls is doing god bless his soul like sure you 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 kind of do have to go that direction and hope that it pans out and, yes. and some people just it's not in them and that's yeah totally okay
1: it definitely is a bit of a leap of faith and uh you know but obviously if you've shown what you you know you got what it takes you got what it takes um but you know going off like what you're saying how there definitely is a huge difference between fringe top 100 and fringe top 10 But I think it's like how the skill gaps work in melee as well, because that skill gap to consistently be in top 10 there, it shows that there's obvious skill gaps in one through like six or seven players. And then, uh, the seven through 10 spot is constantly changing, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, since Zane is in the picture now and Armada's gone, I guess now it's back down to like six, maybe seven. But then, you know, after top 10, it's like, all right, like there's another skill gap between like 10 and I guess like you could say like 20 or 30. Um, and then 30 to 50 is another one. And then I honestly, I really think that like there isn't too much difference between around top 100 players, even like maybe 110 and then uh fifty. Yeah. You know, definitely like, a
0: smaller gap. It's a it's a wider pool for sure.
1: Yeah. Which is which is funny because it's significantly more players, but the gap isn't that much bigger, you know?
0: Right.
1: You know, like I've seen I've seen too many like not top hundred players or like even I've played like so many top hundred players at this point. And I just like depend you know, depending on where they fall, even like top fifty players, like when I'm playing them, it doesn't feel like the gaps that huge. Right. You know, right, right, but right, like, right. I'll see them play other players and I definitely notice the gap or, you know, like it, you know, it, it all depends on who they're playing, you know? Right. But, or, or like, I guess Aklo a good example right now, dude. Like when we, you know, we, we get to see him cause he's literally going to the same locals. We are, um, and and it's bit see but what's been interesting is i don't know how much you've followed him like if it's only been since he's been coming to hnc or if it's been before that
0: before i mean i've played him uh i think it was the um was it scorpius that he got second about a year ago yeah he he knocked me out 2019 yep yes and um i was frustrated because i was like oh man he's not even the best brother like i should have beat him
1: and yeah, he goes up, exactly. Run,
0: and I'm like, all right, like, it's fine. Um, right. So I know he has it's not like he just like turned his brain on and now he's beating people like he's been amazing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and that that's also been another funny thing is like he's been lurking in the shadows for so long. And then literally all he needed was that that one tournament, you know, like series that gives him exposure and then he consistently is performing up to that level and it's it's scary because he he's another player right like i'm like i'm sure we, i probably mentioned it to you last week when we were talking at HNC but like i want to play him again so bad yeah. because like whenever i play him it's always a last stock scenario you know like like it's it's always like a nail biter and like you know because and like we were saying earlier before how like my style I guess is like different than like other people's. So mm-hmm. it throws him for a loop because he's probably only looking for the best options or like he's looking for like whatever. But uh you know, the one thing I've probably focused on most in my melee game is less on me and more
0: on the other person. And can can I give words to your style really quick? Yeah. When I play you, I imagine that you are a wedge and you are just feeling the side of, you know, the side of a rock looking for the fault. And then once you find that fault, you just do a giant slam through it. Chisel and
1: hammer, baby. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, you no, find
0: I... it and it's like, bam, that's you, 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 you take huge hits to, to someone's weakness. And so with him, I think, I I totally see you taking a set off him. No doubt. Right. Like no doubt. It's just a matter of like how how on cuz dude, he fuck he's crazy. He's top 50 right now. No he's no. Th- oh, no doubt. I
1: I I would call him borderline top 40, maybe mm-hmm. even but like uh, he's like crazy good. And and like like I was saying before like having that mindset where I like want to play him so badly because I know I can prove that I can beat him. Um you know, it's like hard for me to just be like yeah, no like he's that good. But like just watching him play Rishi and watching him play Smux and like or just even the difference between like seeing him play two Satan Smux and get eliminated by them after beating Rishi and then getting eliminated by those two players and then literally less than a week later at Scorpius, he beat both two Saint and Smux to win the tournament. Like that is, that's an insanely quick adaptation, you know, mm-hmm. like the la- the last person I've seen do that was minty when he like started getting really good because soup soup beat him really bad one time. And minty literally all he told me is he went back and he watched that video endlessly and just studied the shit out of it. And like, like tried to do whatever he could to like figure out like, counters and whatever else. And the next time he played him, he beat him. And yeah. you know, there's some there's something really admirable about, about that. And like the other player that like has shown that he can do that as well is Doc Lobb. Like mm. I pl- I played Taylor one time, right? I beat him, and then and, and then the next time we played, he just demolished me. And I was like, uh huh. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like like geez, like that was insanely how ha- like quick how that was, you know, like, I don't know how I remember how like big of the space between the two sets were, but it wasn't that far from what I remember.
0: Yeah, I, I always admire those types of players that take losses as a huge learning opportunity. Right. Um,
1: or, or I guess you know. it's less so just just of the learning opportunity. It's more so how quickly they're able to like bounce back and just beat them the next
0: time. You know. Oh yeah, they, they they'll come back with a fervor and they'll they'll study yes. the vods. Like I know I talked to Taylor on the podcast actually. He talked a little bit about yeah his his process and uh, he says he just has just mad notes on yeah, which is funny because I never
1: I never knew that. I kind of figured that out though after the the <laughs> like you know the difference between the two sets. I was like, yeah, he definitely uh he definitely wrote some shit down. Well, it's funny because I've been pretty close with Taylor for, like, a few years now, uh-huh. and I never ever – the the guy's good at uh, keeping his, like, tendencies, like, inconspicuous, you know? Like, I had no idea that he was, like, a note-and-analysis monster. Like, he just is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's, he's fucking good at it. And I'm like, well, all right, cool. I, I can learn a lot from this.
0: Yeah, I would chalk that up to his humility more than uh, anything – uh, devious, but maybe there's a little bit of uh, oh, yeah, sneak, no, sneakiness I mean sneakiness going on there.
1: Yeah. I will see the thing. I, th- I doubt it's anything too sneaky because it seems like the other people that are also close to him know about it. I guess it's just never come up. You right. Know, it's like one of those things, but I honest I think it's honestly just because, you know, he's, he's a fierce competitor. So like, like, you know, I don't blame him for withholding information, but like,
0: no, there's I like, think, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I I see it as if you were to if I saw someone like bragging about how much how many notes they take, I'd be like you don't fucking read those. Like yeah. you're bullshitting. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's part of that champion mindset of um and I'm guilty of this. Like I, I like talking about the amount I practice, 20 minutes right. a day. But um <laughs> there's there's definitely like value in keeping your head down. And like yeah. with Aclo I don't know how much he practices. I have, I have no idea. You see it. You see the results. Uh huh. Um, it's clear that he does, unless he's just an alien freak. That
1: uh, there, there's yeah. I mean, there's. I'm sure there's a bit of that too. But <laughs> also, like he's he's been playing for so long. Like he's right. been playing for longer than I have. So like, or I guess longer than we have since you said we were starting around the same time. Like and you know he played religiously with his brothers for years so and like you know like he was in high school up until this past year like this is i think only his second semester of college damn like, yeah like he's a he's 18 years old like the kid the kid's been like a really good player since he's like i don't know 14 <laughs> like, oh man yeah like he was, you know, like, he, he was that freak show. He was hidden boss. He, like, like, Foxy beat, like, the moon in Melee. And then, like, Acklo was beating some of the, like, like, rising LI players. And, like, he was beating LI PR players for, like, years. But, and then, like, Foxy takes a set off the moon. And then, like, Aklo's, like, in that he performed the best in for a while. It was PM. But, hmm. like, he. I knew be, he like, put
0: up some results there. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah at like the flex zone which was in like 2014 flex 2015. zone I was yeah. at the flex zone oh holy were you really yeah that rules oh yeah that's where you uh that's where Money you matched. yeah dude I was there I was yelling
0: holy yeah, that, shit not an hour, a terrible remember? set that was some bad melee oh but, yeah, yeah but but it was so hype <laughs> it was hype
1: like... <laughs> it was so hype there was so uh, much on the line <laughs>
0: yeah I mean <laughs> man that was some time I The amount of tournaments I've been... It honestly feels like two separate lifetimes. Like, since I started the first few years of, like, of that. There is... Because we we came up in, I guess, the Platinum era? I don't know. Like, what do you call Uh, these things? I mean, I get, like... The thing is, it's like... I guess we're
1: considered Doc kids, like, in that era. But, like, the funny... Like, I didn't get into the game because of the Doc. Like... I actually didn't know the doc existed until, like, months after it came out. Right. Um, and at that point, I was, like, just going to my first... You know, like, my first tournament I ever entered was ROM 6, which was in November of 2013.
0: Yeah, it was, like, a month after the doc came out.
1: Exactly. And yeah. I had no idea about it. And then eventually I watched it, like, later on. Maybe, like, the tail end of the year or, like, whatever. Um, But... You know, I guess, like, it would, would be fair to, like, say that we're Doc Kids, but, like, I've, I've never, like, quite associated with it because I don't have that, like, connection to it where it's like, oh, well, I saw this thing, now I'm going to play the game. Right. It was just kind of like, oh, I'm already playing the game, this is a really cool, this is a cool introduction for me of, like, all right, like, here's some of the stuff that, like, I'm learning about players that people are just telling me
0: about, you know? Right. I mean it's undoubtedly so important to I guess the zeitgeist of our upbringing. Like Right. There wasn't a single person at these tournaments that hadn't seen it and yeah. probably half of them had seen it twice. And so mm-hmm. to kind of come up with that and now we're kind of I don't I don't want to characterize where Melee's at right now cuz I think it does have a lot of great things going for it simultaneously. So Yes. You know I, I don't know how to characterize it but um definitely like in those first few years there was just such an an energy going on like th- th- that's when i fell in love with coming down to long island and like making friends with all you guys because Hell yeah because it felt so um condensed and so like so active at that time yes. And there was an appreciation, too, because, you know, before the doc, and I I only know this from stories, but um, there were a bunch of good players, but it was just dead. Like, there was a a, a real defeatist attitude of, like, this game's fucked, like, Long Island's dead, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Um, And then, I guess, Aeon didn't come about yet, but I know Face was, like, I guess Battlegrounds? Was that the tournament? Well, that... yeah, that,
1: that, that, that was a separate. Like, Face Face had, like, his other thing going for him. Uh, face was running stuff at Brothers Grimm called For Glory. That was the one that Face was running.
0: Uh, uh-huh. Battlegrounds
1: was definitely, like, a pivotal part in LMLA for a while, though. Um, that
0: Which was one run was by Casey?
1: other people. Casey was Empire. Uh huh empire was like uh that that was the fucking go-to spot dude that that was that's what aeon was trying to resurrect and better it you know like gotcha because like we hadn't had that for a long time and like we were spoiled with empire you know like empire was like pretty central to long island like it was pretty easy for nassau county kids to come out and then it was like harder for the people on the east to come out but like you know like cody lived mad far away from it but you know he, he came out every time because because mm-hmm. they know what to do. He drive to either me or Animal, and then Animal would drive the rest of the way or like what what have you because me and Animal actually like before he moved to Brooklyn we only lived like five minutes away from each other, ten minutes away from each other, if that. Um, which was also like a funny thing about Melee. It's like oh like learning all the kids like in your town or around your town that also played the game, mm-hmm. but. Um, Yeah, there's there's, you know, the people that did come out and they like had drive and like there was, you know, reasons why they were getting to where they were.
0: Yeah. Um, And you just felt it like and especially in retrospect, there's I definitely have a lot of nostalgia for that time because it felt like everyone was better than me. And every time I would beat someone, it felt like a huge fucking deal. You know, yeah, no, and, for sure. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, it's cool. I, I mean, fuck, I was seated. I was seated 16th or 17th at this HNC, which felt like a good ass seat, you know, uh-huh. w- with the amount of players there. Um, right.
1: This past one, the la- one last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so that is kind of sparking back. Like, I haven't felt like this in a long time where um you know since nebs i guess but even not since the end of nebs because at the end of nebs it, it, it you kind of it, it felt different also but since yeah, like glory day nebs when you would show oh. up and literally, literally everyone was there people. yeah when like ryan k was making top eights you know like yep. um an animal was at and- his peak
1: and the moon was there every single time, you know, yep. like competing and like
0: really putting where, in his like, hours.
1: It, it really well. It was him and Swedish always like. It's just like the amount of te- like, it was literally just a regional every week. Yeah,
0: and it, it feels like that again.
1: Yeah, and dude, I well that that's why I've been trying so hard to come out to HNC because you know, like. I, like we've been struggling here uh, out here on Long Island to like get a lot of people to come consistently, and like for a while there was only like six, seven men round robins if there was a bracket, mm-hmm. and this was like going on for months at a time. But you know it was just shitty timing. Every single person that was was actively playing either lost interest in the game or hit that age where it was like, all right, like I need I need like a job and I need to like. Focus on like my other life priorities and it just all happened at once so that entire like 20 30 person wave of people just dropped (laughs) you know and like there's like a few that stuck around and like i guess like me included where like i would show up every so often but not like often like enough um where but now like now that hnc started up again and everybody's coming out of the woodworks it's just like all right like it there i always got a different sense of like competitive high from going to nebs and like because let's be like i like i love nebs for many reasons but i also would hate going to nebs at times because every single time i go there i'd leave with a splitting headache and like i wouldn't want to do anything and like i'm like uh like i'm dreading like this like hour and a half ride back home but like mm. But it was just, I, once I was there and like on my way there, I was like, all right, like this is so beyond worth it, (laughs) you know, like I'm, I'm going to get so good, like this and that. And I, I get that from C on, on top of the fact that operating systems is like such an insanely cool venue. Oh yeah. Uh, But that like, that goes even without saying, but even just like the tournament in general, you know, like it, it gives me such like hope, I guess. That, like, all right, like, shit ain't dead, like, we're, we're out here, like, you know, like, all all the good people are here, all, you know, like, and they're not going anywhere, like, like, you got time, like, it's just, it's just, you know, you gotta, and, and it works because, you know, if Nebs was on Saturdays again, I'd be fucked, because I work every single Saturday So the fact that he announced it, it was on Wednesdays, I was like, yes, (laughs) I can go sometimes, you know, like, and that even just happened with the Long Island tournament. Like most Thursdays, I can't go to tournaments, which are the normal Aeon days, but, you know, recently, uh, just started up a local, um, like a little further out east in Long Island, and he uses the same exact setup Hacks does. He, I think, he like reached out to him and was like, "Hey, like, like, what do you use for like your adapters and like whatever else?" Because the the venue that he found that he wanted to start up at um only has like monitors, and they really don't have space for CRTs. So they were like, "If you could run it on monitors, I guess like it was like fine."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he like. I don't know if he reached out to him, but I feel like he probably did. Um, but he got like pretty much the same like slippy setup, the same like he said he uses the same exact code. So I guess like he maybe he got it from him, or he just like found it elsewhere. Oh, he, must,
0: he must have. Yeah.
1: Um, but, and that's why it's honestly even funnier that Kikatsuki beat Hacks two weeks ago, <laughs> because like the guy who like gave him like, life. Yeah, exactly. He's like, all right. I'm taking this all the way to the bank.
0: Yeah. But um oh, it definitely feels a, like we're in a um a bit of resurgence. Yeah. Like like when once you kinda said that, I didn't know Kikaski's tournament ran on the same setups.
1: Yeah. And his,
0: his
1: monitors, the whole slippy setups, like he you know, like he has like slippy vods and everything. It's sick.
0: With the rise of well the slippy vods. Don't even get me started on the slippy vods. Holy so fuck fucking
1: it, literally revolutionary for melee
0: yeah i mean like, there's no other way of putting it i've i had this i had the idea like years ago which is worth nothing right. i'm not i'm not trying to brag i'm saying like right i was like yo imagine how sick it would be and this is this is how backwards thinking it was because this was this is like three years ago i'm like yo what if we got someone to bring in a shitload like they invest in like 20 recording setups and there are 20 recording setups on these tvs Uh and you get to pay a dollar to get your vod like that'd be a pretty good idea right and people were like yeah "Yeah, that's pretty good pretty good business model i don't know like it's worth it and then now it's like nah automated you could fucking search by your tag you can um get every single set (laughs) like it's 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 changed the game all right i told you don't get me started and then i serve myself but that's right it feels like this could be the start of uh, just a, a brand new. I mean, resurgence is, is probably the best word for it. But um, I can see this happening in real time. Just another TO is like, hey, I'm in uh, Pennsylvania. Let me try it there. And uh, oh shit, I'm in Seattle. Let me see if this scene will will do it. And and all of a sudden, right. we start seeing more and more venues become viable because of this more partnerships happen and all of a sudden the the scene is thriving again now another another thing you mentioned uh because i think the logic of that goes without saying it's it's exciting you know i don't want to jinx it but one thing you mentioned that i think is really key also to kind of like the success of our community is uh you mentioned like kids coming back from school having to get their lives in order Mm -hmm. realizing that like they needed a job Um, And now I think there's another, I guess, cultural um, revolution going on of more and more people. The first person that comes to mind, well, obviously you, you're working. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, Panos is another example. Uh, Wasabi. um, All these guys that are carrying the torch. I mean, Swedish Delight and Lod, they're top top players doing i I think they're both going for the doc to be doctors
1: yeah even even hbox when he had his full-time engineering gig like he was still maintaining that level while
0: engine like having a fucking engineering job like right right it's insane right and so i think once there is stability in uh local tournaments and once i guess there's you know because because going through your 20s is always very hard regardless right. of if you're trying to be a melee player or not, you yes. know? So, um, I, I mean, I, I speak from experience. So I, I think that there's going to be, um, I think people are underestimating, um, how many players that have left that are going to be more willing to come back. Yeah. Um, we saw animal Cody, Ryan K all at the last yeah. tournament.
1: Yeah. It was right. so tight yeah
0: um and there's nothing to say that they can't get to the same level of competitiveness with just a maybe a month of playing like, again
1: yeah maybe less exactly
0: so there's so many exciting things on the horizon and now it's just like fuck yeah let's just let's just let's show up let's and just do our do thing it. you know yeah yeah hell yeah um whew, i got myself heated Now I'm starting to come down a little bit. Nice. (laughs) Um, Get get hot, dude. So, uh, I think we're just about winding up. This was a hell of a good conversation. Um, Before I ask the final question, um, is there anything that we skipped over that that's bothering you that you got to get out right now? Um. Don't force it. If it's not. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, like pretty much like. I guess, like, the only thing I really wanted to, like, touch on more was just, I guess, like, overall maturity just of, like, Smash players in general and just, like, how annoying and frustrating it can be that, like, so many of them are, like, inept to the point where it's, like, you have to treat them differently, you know, as, like, Or, you know, like, it's, like, you just try to get, like, basic points across about, you know, it's, like, I experience it a lot when I'm, like, TOing and stuff, you know, there, like, and I've had a lot less patience with it this past, like, year or so. Like, this past Scorpius was the first event I, like, like, ran brackets at and whatever in a long time, and I didn't even, like, because I wasn't even really gonna, but you know, like the subtle was the main TO for the event and then like his life kind of like popped off. So he needed to like abandon it and like, you know, like he, you know, he needed to take care of what he had to take care of. So he had to like, end up like dropping from, you know, like TOing the event and whatever and what have you. But it's just like the way like people, like people have to be more conscious of like the way they talk to other people, especially TOs. It's like, you know, like I'm not going to name names, but there, you know, there's, there's somebody who came up to me and said something about seating and they were just so like fucking brash and rude about it. And I was just like, you know, I didn't really know what to say. And I was just like, you know, like, well, like, that's just what it is. Like, why do you feel that way? And like, you know, like, like, is that really like some way to talk to somebody about it? You know, like, Oh yeah. And you know there, there there's been more like I guess like I don't know if it's part of me getting older and like it is weird now that I'm like one of the older players on the island, but like even though I'm not even like that old, but I guess in melee years I'm fucking ancient. Um, <laughs> even though I'm 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 turning twenty seven this year, so like it's That's I, like I hilarious. said hilarious. Yeah, like it's not even <laughs> that old. But, be, like I started playing the game when I was you know like fucking twenty something like that but uh
0: that's yeah know, it,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's crazy but well I, yeah, that's I my final
0: it, question i want to stick on this yeah keep going keep going
1: it. yeah no it, it's just like so many people don't know like it's it, it, and it's frustrating because it's like stuff they should learn before coming to melee tournament and it's like full-grown adults or as, like, some, some of me and my friends like to consider them as man-children when they fucking act like it. And it's just, like, you know, like, why why am I still explaining basic, like, basic common decency concepts to 24-year-old people who, like, shouldn't have to get explained this when I'm when they, like, say something to me and I'm not going to have it. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, <laughs> mm. like if, you know, if, if you're going to be rude to me about it, I'm going to let you know. Like, like, it's just, it's that, like, I guess it's like anything else, you know, it's like, I see it a lot, like, being that I work in a music venue, I see it a lot with, you know, like, artists as well, who get this overbearing sense of entitlement, just because of their status. And I use status in quotations, especially with melee players, Hmm. who, like, think they're fucking, you know, top echelon of the world of people they like these people act like they were just handed Nobel peace prizes and they're like, Oh yes. Well, I thank you. I, I did deserve to talk to you like you're a piece of shit. It's like, no, like you didn't. And I, I think it would benefit a lot of people if they were a little bit more conscious of the way they carried themselves and the way they went around and like actually spoke to people, uh, when playing melee, like, even though it just it it is a game like when you're not playing the game like you're interacting with these people and it's like you know it's it's i think it's a make or break for a lot of people which sucks because i've heard too many stories of of people telling me like oh yeah i don't want to play anymore because i hate the people or you Mm -hmm. know like i i don't like the community and everybody uses like the community as like the you know umbrella term but that you know i like of course that's what it is because you know it's it's frustrating to like talk to people outside of the community as well who have never gotten into it but have said i love melee but i see so many things and i hear so many things about smash players and i hate the community i'm like well how can you say that when you've never been in it um but it's somebody who's been in it and you know whatever it definitely can be frustrating a lot and i've been in question about how I want to like treat it um, and like if I want to continue being in it, but you know, then like I spoke about like, well, earlier, like when we first started, it's like I've applied things that I've learned in life that, you know, like, and I try to apply it to melee and that's one of them is my ability to, you know, like, all right, like if I don't like these people, if they're going to treat me a certain way, I'm going to tell them how I feel. But I'm not going to let them affect my overall
0: experience. Um, right. Uh, you know, I'm going to make it's my peace. Yeah. It, 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 it... It's hard to, to put it in perspective. And, like, I think it, it's also it's also shitty because there is just automatically a responsibility that you have as an older player and a TO. Yeah. And saying older players is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. But – yeah, it's like this is this is our responsibility now, which shouldn't be the case. But it kind of goes back to the point we were talking about earlier about um, how much melee is to some people in their lives. And I have I have a certain level of sympathy for these guys, th- these people, because um, you know it, you know life can be pretty hard. You know, th- there's a lot of uncertainty out there. I, I get it and you know I, I i hope the best but once it comes down to making new players uncomfortable, uncomfortable yeah yeah like that is when you you gotta draw a line and be like nah, this is completely unacceptable and it just sucks because like we're not fucking social workers we're not trained to talk someone <laughs> down or to like change which, someone's behavior which is
1: funny for me because i tried but no i mean that's besides the point i was going to school to be a therapist and that oh really that was the big like uh crossroad in my life when i was talking about like if i wanted to take melee full-time it was between becoming a therapist with my own like practice or and and like also being a top melee player but Mm. continue i'm sorry
0: (laughs) no it's fine it's like then you would probably know better than most it's like not easy to be a uh community leader and to be a um oh. <laughs> a voice of reason and to, and to guide oh. human behavior especially if um i mean unfortunately just by virtue of melee being a video game um 99 of our player base are um actively on the internet yes um mostly you know there's a lot of crossover to other gaming communities and the toxicity is random so yeah. there's only so much we could do to to stop all that nonsense but right you know i think all we can do is um like stick around keep fighting the good fight yeah. having yeah. conversations like these you know and um Facts. you know and and just fuck them like me and you will hang out <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. we don't <laughs> exactly we don't need those kids to uh to right. bring us down but yeah
1: and you know and, that, and that's you know that that's the cool part of it is like unfortunately like me, like getting like being in the melee community was tough for me for a while because so- sometimes i did get a bit of that clicky high school feeling where it was like oh you know like i like you shouldn't talk to these people because they're like not going to accept you or like whatever or like You're you not know, like not a good don't... enough player yeah yeah which oh. you know like which i've learned that like that's how I've been able to weed out who I like at like in the top players and such as like I'll like talk to them and I'll bullshit and whatever. And like if they don't talk to me because I'm not good enough or if, like I've legitimately had like people at like top players at majors be like rude to me because like I'm not a good player. And I'm like, all right, well, you're a fucking asshole. So I don't care. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, like. I am going to give, I'm going to give props to those who deserve it. Like a lot, like the top players I've had literally only like wonderful experiences with is, and we're so lucky to have them is literally Aziz, like hacks, slocks, uh, uh, Cyrox, Moki. Like I've had such like pleasant encounters with all these guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Um, which, you know, I'm a Marth, so I'm, 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 I'm the odd man out, but it, you know, they've got
0: to be nice to him for them to like, you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. But, um, but, and, and that's the cool part is that like, we've just been like nice to each other, but we also can have like a little bit of friendly shit talk mm-hmm. and like, it, you know, and it's just, it's like a, it's a cool feeling that I actually do have players who are of that caliber that like, I don't feel intimidated, but you know, it's like um and, and, I guess, like, me personally, I'm not really intimidated by, really, any player because, <laughs> like, whatever, they're just people. Um, but, like, I can you know, for a while, like, when I first started playing, you know, that, that was, like, something that was, like, obviously, like, intimidating. It's like, wow, all of these players are, like, incredibly good and whatever. And, like, I see, I'll, like, talk to players who are, like, oh, like, I don't want to talk to them, or I can't ask them to play. I'm like, why not? They're like, oh, because, like, do you know who they are? Like, yeah, I know who the fuck they are. Talk, ask him to play if they say no they say no <laughs> oh yeah Mike right. Hayes is another one another fox oh but,
0: homie. Homie.
1: yeah dude love love them i love them all but like and like Smucks, and i just i can't like there's so there and that's the beautiful part though is there are a lot of them there are a lot of there are a lot of really nice cool top players and there's other top players i haven't had good experiences with and I'm, you know i'm not going to blow them up because like i don't fucking care like i don't care to like stir up any like problems and it's just like you know like now let me
0: let me put my finger up right now and do a well actually because i agree all the people you've named and many more are very cool people but there is a difference between um people being nice to you and not caring if you're a good player or um and and there's a difference between that and you being a fanboy and going up and bothering people you don't know yeah. So, you know, is- I, the first time I hung out or the first time I went to a tournament with Aziz, I knew him as, as hacks, you know, right. sure. We're in the same region, but I don't know him. That's it's yes. just human level. First time you see him, like he doesn't know me. And so I had okay. no expectations that he would be like someone I would have a conversation with. Right. I, you know, you could say like, Hey, yo, hacks, good shit. Like totally fine. But don't be like. Why? Why didn't he want to talk to me about his Genesis performance? Like, right. Yeah. Brother, like, take it easy. And you know, me and you, we've been we've been at these tournaments for a while. It's like, you just get to like it's a normal thing. You get to know people. You play them in bracket. You say a few things here and there, and then you fucking become friends like a normal dude. So yeah. just want to put that caveat. Just because someone's a top oh. player doesn't mean they're gonna be friends with you.
1: <laughs> right. And and no, I I I think that's I think that's important as well. And And another thing is, like, people shouldn't feel, uh, like, pressured to try to talk to them just because they are. Like, it's nice to, like, talk to them, and if they're cool, they're cool. But, Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, they have fucking millions of fanboys that are riding them every second of the day, and they don't even have time to breathe.
0: Uh, Tens of thousands.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Talk, talking semantics here. Yeah. But I'm uh, sure. um, but yeah. You know, it that that's the other thing. It's like, there's definitely you know, like, it's it's important to be able to recognize that. You know, it's like, I, I guess like here's a good example. Pew pew. I've been like sub to on his Twitch for like fucking way too long now. Like, I think I'm like over fifty months or so. And, you know, it's like, oh, like, like, cool. Like, I don't, I guess I like at the surface level of things, if like I'm being real, yeah, I'm a fan of his. I don't like to think of it like that, but I'm also not going to go around and tell telling people that he's my friend because he's not my friend. He's like, he's a cool guy. And like, he could be like in the melee term of a homie, you know, like he like, you know, like whatever. Like, Like, I see, I see him at majors. I'm like, yo, what up? That's it. How you doing? Cool. Good luck. I'll catch you later. You know, but like I'm not going up to him and like like how's your week been, bro? You know, like how like how like how's your sister's like piano recital? Like how like how's your fucking dog's, you know, like leg doing? Like whatever. And you know, like it people have to be able to recognize those like levels mm-hmm. and uh I guess it it comes in part of like being conscious of how like you treat other people. It's like, don't try to treat everybody like they're like your best friend. Cause it's just, you might be crossing boundaries, you know, it's like not, not everybody wants that and that's okay.
0: Speaking of treating other people, I hate to treat you like this, but I, I need to ask you one final question. I think we're going to have to have a part two. I, I don't know. This is, um. I, we ha, we ran out of zero steam. It's just getting late. So let me ask you something. What up? If you had to be a new player's sensei, they have all the basics down, and you had to instill in them a philosophy for success in one sentence, what would that sentence be?
1: Uh, Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard. It's, I guess, have fun, have fun, uh, do what you got to do, and you play for yourself and nobody else, you know?
0: like Fuck yeah. Let's go, Snoo Snoo. Fuck yeah. That's a way to end it. I am definitely going to have you on to finish this conversation one day. You'll be Let's my first repeat it. guest. <laughs> um, I Real quick. You. Plug yourself. If there's anything you want to shout out, do it right now. Uh, shout out to all the homies who
1: I've met through this game. Shout outs to Gen Game and Aeon and all the people that have presented me these opportunities to grow as a human and player and person in the Smash scene. Uh, shout outs to myself because I fucking rule.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh yeah and shout outs to all the people that help make melee go around and aren't really shitty and music rules and yeah, and shout outs to you and will for doing this awesome thing
0: thanks, man. That, that, you know we we couldn't beat out music, but we were, uh, uh, we, were <laughs> we were up there um look, man. I can't wait to see you again. I'm happy we both have a local that um we'll occasionally go to and I'll see you around. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's been a pleasure. Thank
1: you very much for having me.
0: Thanks, buddy. See ya. All right, dude. Peace.